0: Welcome to Mindful Space to Pause. Your host is Dee Lee. In our show, you'll experience what it means to take a break, get in tune with your true self, and be in the present. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee.
1: Welcome to our show, Mindful Space to Pause. My name is Dee Lee, and I'm your host today as we explore practicing presence to live an empowered life. We can begin applying this immediately as we embark on this personal design assignment of ourselves. Susan Burrell has written a wisdom, Today I choose to be gentle with myself. I choose to be kind to me. I choose to rest and relax in the breath of life that lives as and through me. I choose to love myself this day and every day. And today is a fabulous beginning of a journey as we are looking forward to um, chatting with Susan. She is my guest here on the show today and she will be helping share a, a pathway that she's discovered with her new 30 day journey book to live an empowered life. Welcome Susan.
2: Oh, thanks, Deli. And and, (laughs) I love the bowl at the beginning. I felt it. I totally felt it. It brought tears to my eyes.
1: So thank you for that gift. You're welcome. And how much happiness can you actually handle? That sounds like a self-discovery. That's kind of an open question. And it's full of insights. I mean, basically, as we are in our positioning of uh, learning and doing and discovery, uh, we fully embrace a lot of possible moments that show up. And um, I know that you've pondered and inspired, you've been inspiring to others as well. And as we pause and really take time to think about these things that's part of what I'm looking forward to hearing how you have um found you know what kind of nuggets you've found along the way that you were referring to them as not really wanting to have a journey full of shortcuts leaving stuff along the trail I thought that was great and bypassing the whole process so um our first process here is to really take a look at, at what have been your challenges. you know I mean and I don't know how deep they go, but uh, inspiration and challenges can sometimes be difficult as you mm. go through these different things and so um, if you could spend a little time and, and explain kind of what does that mean to you
2: well uh, it's, it's interesting that you're asking me these questions uh, specific to the book because I started teaching the book um, in January uh, to a group of students that wanted to have, you know, uh, have somebody hold their hand while they're going through it kind of thing. And I am doing the book again. I'm doing the work again. And so it's interesting to see um, how it comes up again. You know, when, when you ask the question, how much happiness can you handle? Um, for me, I, I have to be aware when the gunk starts kind of filling in spaces, you know, and, and resentment or anger distracts me, you know, and I, I really try and maintain a practice of clearing that stuff out because I want to have as much happiness the rest of my life as, as I can possibly imagine, and I can't even imagine Um, You know, until I did this inner work uh, while I was going through divorce, I did not expect to be happy. I did not expect to be happy ever again. I kind of expected that. Well, I didn't know, actually, to be honest with you, Delia. I just didn't know. What is Um,
1: happiness? I guess that's one of these definitions that can be very elusive.
2: It can be. Um, To me, happiness is is, um, laughing out loud. And often happiness is feeling, um, loved beyond measure, beyond with no strings attached, you know, um, and happiness is also like that quiet place within me where I just get still and can feel myself breathing, you know, feel myself who I am. And I don't know that a lot of people can define happiness, you know, um, when I was going through a divorce, I had a couple of friends because I was so devastated um, say "Well what, you know what do you want? What would make you happy And At that point, I had no idea, I had no clue and I have clients when I ask them that question they don 't know you know so it 's like I, nobody ever asked, especially women sometimes they don 't get asked well what what would make you happy. We just kind of trundle on doing the multitasking of the world, you know, and to take time, um, like you talk about, to pause and become aware of our inner wisdom and that divine spark within us that really is in communication with us all the time. Attempting, attempting to lead us towards our happiness or into that fulfillment place, which really all of it is, Within, right? It's just all of it—happiness, joy, peace—is all within. Yeah, no no and I think you can go buy happiness.
1: Well, it's, it, people try, and it's yeah, also sure very do. interesting how the definition gets garbled because you know they have a different sense of value, and so mm-hmm. it becomes like um, I know J.D. Meyer had a um, titled uh, set of principles for um, you know how to become happy. And, you know, I thought it was kind of interesting because um, they're pretty quick here. It's um, the first principle is focus on fulfillment. So when we think about fulfillment, a lot of this is language that we all have different understandings about. You know, spend more Mm -hmm. time in your values. Well, what is a value? And what are these, what drives you into some of these different things? Do you feel trapped? What, you know, you want to raise your frustration so that you're, you're looking out and working with your, your empowered process and not becoming frustrated because you're, you're down in the weeds to say that on something. So it's,
0: exactly. it's
1: really well, very the, interesting. Yeah. Go for it. That's why my book, um, Live
2: an Empowered Life, a 30-day journey, we, I, we start with just writing out your story, whatever the current story is in your life. You know, it could be that he done me wrong or they don't appreciate me or, you know, whatever that story is, you know, um, to write it out so you can begin to see what's true. You know, mm-hmm. like Byron Katie says, is it true? And you can ask yourself, is this story really true? And, and, there, and in writing out the story, I'm not talking about all the, uh, oh, I was going to say not a very nice word, but I'm not talking about the garbage. Right. <laughs> I, I'm talking about the good stuff too, right? I had a conversation with someone who is uh, setting a time uh, this year for her to do the entire study. And she said, but I read the first one and, and I, I don't feel broken. I feel pretty empowered already. And I'm like, then write about that, you know? Write about what, what where you are. Because it, it's it's just like um, a lit litmus, if I can say the word, Dilly, the litmus test, you know, oh, right. where you just kind of take your temperature, you kind of see, okay, here's who I am now, here's what it is. And then as you go through the journey of the book, there's some gentle journeying, and then there's some deeper digging at the, the weeds of the stuff you don't want to take with you anymore, that you don't want to carry around. And, um, but you have to start right where you are. Any transformation begins right where you are. Exactly, And then you can decide where you want to go. But if you're too busy, not even understanding where you are, then um, how can you possibly take a step in a direction that brings you into fulfillment
1: and happiness and empowerment? So curiosity, too, it's a pretty big topic for yourself for 30 days. Has anyone, I I know you've probably worked through it pretty quick there, but... um, how do people uh, look at that from an observation perspective? Is it a journey they um, can can fulfill in 30 days, or is that almost a, a boundary for them?
2: Well, I, I wanted it to be a consistent practice, right? Uh-huh. Um, and because I, I also know that you if you start a workbook like this, it does bring up the garbage, and um, is asking you to decide and make choices, people will often walk away. Oh, forget it. You know, like if you take a transformational class or uh, um, a self-awareness class, you know, you're great for the class. Oh, my God, that was the best class ever. But then do you go home and practice what you've been learning? Not always, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't get integrated. And so the intention was to integrate some of the practices that um, people are going to be exposed to while they do the work. And I've actually had a couple people um, let me know that they finished it. One person finished it in 45 days, you know, and another person said, well, you know, I get busy, I go to work, and then I forget the next day. Oh, I've got another day to do. And, you know, both of them said they just gave themselves permission to just pick it up the next day, you know, because their intention was strong, To finish it, which is also at the beginning of the journey, um, I invite people to set the intention that they're going to complete it um, and be diligent about doing that so that, you know, if it takes you 60 days, it doesn't matter as long as you complete it because the end of it, uh, of the entire investigation and excavation, um, I think, brings so much freedom and joy individuals. Uh, One woman um, let me know and she's taken lots of classes with me and and when she finishes she said you know what? I ran smack into the wall of the thing I've been doing repeatedly all my life which was not speaking up which was kind of uh, allowing other people's opinions to make decisions for her and Mm -hmm. she said I finally learned that that doesn't make me happy and i and she's found her voice and she's speaking up more in her relationships and in her business and consequently you know her business is thriving because she's she's saying no to clients that really aren't a good fit and she's letting cl- current clients know, you know, we're not going to do it this way. We're going to do it that way. And mm-hmm. you know and it, she said it was so
1: uh, it made her feel empowered. So that's very um, good information because a lot of people, I think, start out with the, the real um, challenge of understanding the words. I mean, they might feel it in their heart or maybe feel the parts and pieces in their heart, but aren't really sure of where to get started. What, you, what do you step on? And that's also very helpful to have, like you've done some road mapping. Which is, yes. you, you have your little GPS system going on there, and yes,
2: and uh, and for some people that have not had a voice, um, they, you know, I have a, another client who um n- never spoke up, was very compliant, and um, and she said part of that is because I didn't know I had a choice, you know. So wow. once you begin to uh, dig deep and excavate. Um, how you are currently operating, then you can uh, then you can choose, right, as opposed to being a victim of, or submitting to. And choice to me is is a huge um, freedom giver, right? Uh, you know, when we recognize we have choice, then we don't feel uh, stuck in
1: a box, you know, and tightly wrapped. Well, and the other one that goes along with that is to know that if you make a choice and you make a make a choice that you need to alter, so what? You know, it's almost like it's okay to make a choice and make another choice so that you're able you're being empowered means that you've taken on the the construction hat. You know, you're the constructor <laughs> of your own destiny here. Yeah. And it's also very exciting because a lot of people don't know what to get excited about. But when you step forward in that process, you know, think about a construction site being ourselves. And this is part of uh, some of the learning I've been doing and relearning myself with my show. And so it's like the pause button becomes the opportunity to say, whoa, you know, let me take a moment here and see where I'm at. And the challenges that you find when you start the uh, discovery um, mm-hmm. don't don't end just, <laughs> well, I found this one and I found that one. You know, it's, it's like they're, they're, they're that excavation. You know, you dig a little deeper and go, wow, ah, whoa. Um, so was that some of the feeling that you had, too, as you were uh, looking into this process? I liked it. Well, um yeah, it was a huge. That's why I use the word
2: excavation a lot because it wasn't excavation while I was going through divorce because um, it, it shattered me. And, um, and I knew I had a second half of life and I knew I wanted to be happy. And so my mantra became focusing on freedom, happiness, and love, learning how to love myself because in the um, shattering of everything, I realized uh, that I didn't know who I was and I didn't love myself or respect myself. And so that was all, everything that's in the book, Live an Empowered Life, A 30-Day Journey, is work that I personally did before the book even, you know, I didn't even know I was working a book, you know? Sure. It's just was all the different um, things that that, tools that I used to come out Happier, healthier, mentally and emotionally than I had ever been in my life. You know, and I can actually say I I love myself more than I ever have in my life, and I and I so uh, approve of myself in ways that was never possible before. And um, so the so a lot of the processes that people are going to find in the book, some of them are affirmations that I've written because they were affirmations I worked while I was going through divorce. Some of them, so it is kind of focused maybe a little bit more for somebody who's feeling stuck or hasn't healed from a, a, a divorce or um, say they got let go from their job or laid off and, you know, because that's all deep, deep wounding. Sure. Um, that has to be healed before you can move forward. And lots of people just stick a Band-Aid on and limp along going, no, I'm good, I'm okay, it's all right. And what you brought up at the beginning of our conversation, is is oftentimes um, in transformational work, people want the quick fix. I mean, who doesn't? I'm raising my hand. I would love to have a quick fix. You know, the magic pill that just makes life better. But it doesn't work that way because we are here to really um, become conscious and, awake and, and we're aware. Going to honor and that means that you, if you try and bypass your particular process, so to speak, I, I'm using air quotes, if you try and bypass it, get around it, because that's the particular process you just don't feel like doing, it's mm-hmm. going to come back at you and you'll have that become more of an obstacle on your journey to empowerment
1: Which is why I encourage people to be consistent. And we're going to be consistent here for a second and do a bowl, and then we have a quick break, but let me note that here. And Susan has a great wisdom. Today I release any and all grievances now. I am safe. My life is filled with infinite possibilities of happiness. I choose to be happy. And on that note, we'll take a quick brief pause and we will be right back.
0: Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day, for a moment, for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break, hit the pause pad button, or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com.
2: Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world.
0: Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause.
1: Welcome back to Mindful Space. We are having a, a lively chat here with Susan Burrell. And she has written um, a book that um, is on how to become more self-focused um, and uh, how inner connection with yourself is so important. There's really a discovery journey within your inner authority, and you have a lot of messages for yourself inside if you listen. Um, we're we're listening here with impertinent important word elements. And Susan, um, there's a lot of curiosity about words, number one, how they spell words, Mm -hmm. and also the meanings behind certain things. And so one of the the um, acronyms of the EMPOWER process, I think, is to really embrace how that, that word is so powerful, but understanding the uh, the different letters themselves can really help that. Could you maybe move along with the, the word EMPOWER and how it speaks to you and some ideas of how that might help others?
2: Absolutely. Um, I As I was doing my own inner work and knowing that I wanted to um, become empowered and happier than ever before in my entire life. Um, I worked with the word empower and what did it mean to me? And I, so I started to break it down and um, because of my personal journey of recognizing I didn't love or respect myself, the first letter of empower is esteem. And it's to, it, the definition is to regard with respect or admiration. And so I had to learn how to respect and admire myself. And boy, is, is that an intricate dance with, you know, your inner <laughs> belief systems. Because there's a part of the ego that is like, oh, how could you possibly admire yourself? You know, those, those kind of negative thoughts that show up within people's minds. So the esteem piece was really huge. And then... Um, The next letter M, as I began to investigate what M would possibly stand for, I knew that I wanted to move. I wanted to transform. Uh, And transformation takes movement. It takes action. And um, so M is for movement. And in order to create transformation, we have to be mindful, right, of where we are, like I said in the earlier segment, where we are and then where we want to end up, you know, or where we want to go next um, within ourselves. All of this is inner work. So um, movement, plus I also found, Dali, when I was um, had just filed for divorce, I, I used to live in an area where I could hike often with my dogs, and so I would go for walks, and um, about halfway through, my mind, my busy mind, would calm down enough so that I could, uh, I could begin to use an affirmation uh, that would download in my body. And what I found is um, the actual physical walking while I was repeating the affirmation to myself made it go th- not only through all the brain systems that wanted to reject it, but really downloaded into my heart on a cellular level. And the wow. affirmation I was working at the time was, I love myself, I am loving, and I love more than I ever have in my life because I, I did not want my heart to be, while
1: it was shattered, I didn't want it to be broken. So Well, and the word love it, uplifts you. I mean, it, it's an uplifting word, and so that's awesome.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, um, it, you know, at the time, I didn't realize how important it is to, to take action, and it doesn't mean take action and, okay, today I'm going to get these things done. But take action, like um, people that are experiencing depression, you know, and don't want to leave the house kind of thing, just taking a small action, like going for a walk around the block and moving your body begins to release a lot of that, um, those, well, it releases endorphins for one thing, but it also helps your neurosynapses to reconnect because the, the physical walking, moving your arms and your legs helps um, realign neurosynapses. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's important. In fact, when I started teaching uh, the book um, in January, I for movement, I had everybody stand up and we did a brain gym exercise that has to do with cross crawls and then realigning. And it was, is, uh, it's just good to move. So, um, And then the next one, P, is for purpose. And... Um, some syn- uh, synonyms for purposes, intention, um, clarity, things like that. And um, again, the work I was doing while I was going through divorce, I, I because everything had fallen apart, it's like, okay, so who am I now? That was a question I kept asking. Who am I now? What's my purpose? Who am I now? What's my purpose? And um, well, some of the things... Stayed the same in terms of what I've always been on purpose for, other things dropped away. You know, it's like, oh, I don't need to be that thing anymore. I, I, that's not who I am anymore. You know, I'm not a wife anymore. Okay, that's, that's good to know. So then what does my, how do I redefine myself? And mm-hmm. um, in the book, there's a couple of exercises um, that hopefully support the individual. I'm seeing it with my students. Um, to deepen into what their purpose is. You know, a couple of times people have done this purpose work that I um, challenge them to do, and they come up with to-dos, right? Oh, well, I'm going to, you know, go exercise every day, for example. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not your purpose. That's something you do. Purpose is defining um, who you are, the beingness of you. And um, we talked earlier in the segment about um, your core values, right? I call them spiritual principles. Um, mm-hmm. But there's principles that are always true. And to develop your purpose from a core value, like my, 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 my values are integrity, compassion, love creativity, and out of those things, then you can create a to-do, you know, oh because I am uh, creative, then I'm going to take uh, time to learn how to write a book, or I'm going to take time to paint, or I'm going to take a dance class, or because I um, am compassionate, I'm going to start volunteering more, you know, uh-huh. that kind of stuff. So purpose then becomes the foundation of what you do. By being who you are, and then the next letter in empower is O for ownership. And what I found for me is I was uh, not necessarily able to claim what mattered to me. Um, I I was taking ownership of um, other people's stuff. Right? I was becoming over responsible, and so I, I invite people in the during the work um, to. Take ownership of, of your wins, because a lot of people will denigrate themselves and say, oh, no, that really wasn't a big deal, but yeah, it was, but also to take a healthy ownership of your mistakes,
1: because mm-hmm. I think
2: in the, in the claiming that, oh, yeah, that was a mistake, you can then um, forgive yourself or release that, that um, story, that memory um, you, you mentioned earlier an affirmation about re- uh, releasing all grievances. You can release the grievances that your mistake um, maybe brought you, right? So ownership is pretty pretty big, I think. Then the next one is W, and I, I made it about wonder, because especially those of us that have lived life a little bit, Deli, we forget to be in the wonder, in the awe of what's going on around us, in the, in the amazing, uh, synchronistic dance that life brings us. And mm-hmm. so finding time to regain a portion of your innocence by being amazed and in awe and wonder, I think, is important. And I so I practice that, how I practice that, is when I take my dogs for a walk, I look at all the flowers that are around or the trees or whatever, and I on this one walk uh, I used to do in the uh, when I was hiking often, there was this beautiful tree that um, I could watch change during the seasons, and I found that I would just sit or stand under that tree for a good ten minutes, just enjoying the beauty of it and the energy of it and whether it was winter or spring, you know, and, um, and it would give me strength. Mm-hmm. And I would leave that, or I would carry that with me for the rest of the hike, and I would leave feeling a little more grounded in myself because I took time to look at the
1: beauty that um, nature brings us all the time. Well, you're and immersed I, in it. You're really right, immersed. Exactly. Immersion helps to have that imagery because that's imagery that you carry with. It's... Mm-hmm. Uh, becomes your internal landscape yes and, and trees for me
2: are, are really important so, in fact they're, they're part of some of my uh, meditations I do is mm-hmm. to realign with that group of
1: um, trees beings. <laughs> <laughs> little beings out there yep
0: and, yep
2: and we got and then, to see that in the Lord of the Rings anthology right they, mm, they yeah. do have uh, feelings So the the next to last letter in empower is another E. And again, while I was um, going through healing and um, I I would find myself at times feeling shackled, feeling like something besides me was holding me back. And then I would find that, oh, my God, it's this unacknowledged shame or guilt That was holding me back. And so um, the word I looked up emancipate because it's a trigger word for people. Mm, People Very definitely. Other things. But it says free from restraint or influence. And I say it's freeing yourself from your inner bondage. So where mm-hmm. you're holding your be- yourself back or where you are allowing other people's opinions to influence you so you do not act in full alignment and full empowerment with that inner wisdom that you are. So the, it's, that to me is a vital piece. And um, in the book, I ask people to interact with my website because I have videos and guided meditations um, that help to... Um, Support the individual in in actually emancipating themselves from old ideas and opinions and you know stuff like that. So um, and then the last word, the last letter is to realize. So when we come to the end of a journey, we got to realize we arrived. Yeah, you know. You, oh, good! I get to you know lay my head down on a comfy pillow and take a shower and you know unpack all that stuff. So realizing that the journey you've just undergone is uh, a journey to your inner truth and to realize that that inner truth, that inner love, that inner light has always been there. And that love that you are, that we all are, and the power it brings not only to you as an individual, but to humanity is why we're here. And to realize that and really... um, Accept it, you know, in your in your body, in your heart, um, in your mind is I think you know a a good uh, period on the journey. You know, it's like okay, now I'm going to realize this and accept it as truth. So hopefully, doing the doing the work in the book, you you get to excavate the doubts, the self doubts, the lack of trust, um, or the not trusting yourself, so therefore, who else can you trust? That kind of, that kind of thing it can become pervasive in every area of your life. So really beginning to um, take a look at where you're doubting yourself and where can you accept yourself more is, I think, really an important part of the empowerment work. It certainly was for me.
1: Well, and that whole immersion point, as you immerse in it, it's kind of like taking a, a, a swim, I mean, you're within Mm -hmm. the environment, and so as you uh, become more uh, at home in whatever that environment feels like, you're going to also radiate that from within yourself to your expansion Mm -hmm. areas. And it's very interesting when you you get started, or at least that you know, as I I'm a um, Reiki master. Um, I'm not practicing in the sense I have a business. I've done it for more myself, but it's more that people ask me, well, you seem different. You know, you're calm it's It's like wow i I feel the calmness around you, and I forget because I'm immersed in the the yeah. emotion or in the state of of that that uh, zone and so um I find it interesting that you know people it radiates out beyond me, and it's interesting too it has radiated into my photography because I'm a photographer, so I've been having people look at my pictures and feel that radiation, which you know, <laughs> really, oh, okay, that's, that's, that's a lot of fun, because I know that that is also, I can feel that with your your experience, you know, the, within the book, too, it feels like when, you, when I picked up the book, I could feel the process, and that radiation and expansion is what the, our world needs, because the more we are, these little operating centers wandering around, radiating a lot of love and expansion, wouldn't that be just awesome?
2: Well, yes, and there's quite a few of us on the planet that are working towards that end, aren't we?
1: Yes, very definitely.
2: Because, and that's the thing I want to just say to your listeners, Delee, is to tap on what you've just said. The more you become empowered within yourself and you are aware and claim your truth, you know, claim that you're love, claim that Mm -hmm. you're peace or creative, the more we do that individually, it
1: does radiate out, just like you said, and you, and you don't necessarily have to do Reiki to do it, but it sure helps. It helps the base. I mean, it, it's a it's a learning modem, modem mm-hmm. media, and there's all kinds of different mediums to be learning, and lots of new information showing up that supports a lot of the different choices too. So there's. Um, Obviously, this is a time of life that is exciting, too, because we have more available to the, to us for choice than we've ever had, and so that's exciting. We're going to yeah, do a, a quick bowl here for choice here. And Susan has another wisdom that um, is, I think, very powerful. I release any shame that may be keeping me stuck. Any past mistakes or misconduct that has a gooey stickiness of shame is dissolved as I face it. And watch it move back into the knowing nothing, no nothingness. (laughs) I am free to live and love my life. And on that quick note, we're going to take a break, and we will be right back.
0: Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow, daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The Pause Pad Break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break. Hit the Pause Pad button or send an email to MC at gmail.com.
2: Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: It's your world. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause.
1: Welcome back to Mindful Space. My name is Dee Lee and I'm here with Susan Burrell. She has a thought here. I'm going to um, play a bowl here and then we'll do a a thought and then we'll um, take on straight away. So Susan's wisdom is, I move beyond old limitations. I am free and creative. I am beautiful, powerful, and strong. Welcome back, Susan. We were talking um, at break a bit about a um, process called a labyrinth. Could you um, do some explaining in your experience with that and how that has helped you in your process with your discoveries?
2: Sure. Um, (laughs) So for people that don't really know what a labyrinth is, and sometimes it has negative connotations because... People over the decades or centuries have mixed it up with a maze, you know, something you get caught in and you can't ever get out of, that kind of stuff. But a labyrinth was actually um, designed uh, during the time of King Solomon. And then uh, when uh, Jesus, however you want to call him, came to be he he created more of it, he, he added to it, so um, I walk a labyrinth wherever I go, and, and the thing about walking it is you just set an intention before you enter it to release what no longer serves you beliefs, people what, what just release whatever you don 't need anymore as you walk it and um, it 's it's interesting because the the walking of a labyrinth. It turns in and around on itself, and pretty soon you it helps you disengage the busy mind. At least it does me. You know, my monkey mind slows down because I'm really trying to watch where my feet are going and am I in the right pathway to, you know, get to the middle of the r- labyrinth. And when you get to the middle, um, the, the labyrinth that's in my book, Live an Empowered Life, is based on a labyrinth that's in... France at the Chartres Cathedral, it's on the floor it's very, very, very ancient and that particular labyrinth has what, what they call six petals in the middle and so when you get to the middle, that's where you can um, contemplate forgiveness or contemplate love or contemplate there are certain things surrender, surrender is a big one yikes, so you can contemplate these six topics and then when you're ready, when you feel like you've let go or received or whatever, you walk out of the labyrinth and asking what is it I need to know now or what is being open, heart open and mind open to whatever it is you, wisdom you need to hear. And um, like I said, I've walked the labyrinth years, for years and years and years and years. And when I do book studies, we do... I. Um, field trip to walk a labyrinth, Um, and some people, many people have not done it before, and so that becomes an interesting um, (laughs) journey. (laughs) I had one student, she would pause every once in a while, and you could just see her arguing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> herself, you know, and arms crossed, and I am you know. And then she'd walk some more. You, I, you know, you can. I could watch her letting it go, and then she'd get to another piece of whatever was going on in her and let it go. You know, it, 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 everybody. It affects people differently um, because it's your own inner journey, but you're doing it, you know, outside. And there's many cathedrals. I was sharing with Delie at break. Um, Grace Cathedral in San Francisco, if anybody's there or if you're going to San Francisco, highly recommend you go see Grace Cathedral because there's a, a short labyrinth within the cathedral on the floor and there's also one outside. So you really don't have an excuse to walk a labyrinth or to not walk a labyrinth. But that's also part of the movement piece of Empower is to do some something like that um, that supports you in your own inner self-discovery. And it's very gentle. Usually, it's a very gentle process.
1: Well, you can do that, too, with some of the walking around different places. If you're more involved with yourself, um, be mm-hmm. careful you don't run into somebody or a car or something, but... Um, by setting yourself a a pathway within your city even or neighborhood, Um, Mm -hmm. that's some of what I've done myself too because the environment around is familiar. I'm not gonna be trying to figure out where I am, but um, I have two golden doodles that we take out every day for a long walk and it it becomes the, it's not a, a very vigorous walk, it's more of the sniff along And so as my doodles are busy over here doing whatever, I'm more or less myself involved in um, photo taking of something interesting. So it becomes a a way to pause yourself, to give yourself Mm -hmm. that time, I think, however it it speaks to you um, Mm -hmm. at whatever level and also whatever environment.
2: Yes. There's – um, uh, a Buddhist uh, monk named Thich Nhat Hanh who's written several books and he lives in France and he he's Vietnamese and he um, often talks about doing a, a contemplative walk. You know, it's, it's meditating with eyes wide open and walking slowly and just trying to return your awareness to your body and that the body is moving and releasing um, any... Busy mind stuff while you're doing that contemplative walk, and it's it's it's
1: it, it, you, you don't you cannot be in a hurry when you do things like that, delay. You have to make sure you no. have time. No, <laughs> and time is of essence. I mean, it's something where time is is as much as we have. We all have the same amount of time. It's how do we use it, and that becomes right. the the challenge. Is people say, "I don't have enough time," and it's it's yes, we do. it it depends upon how we value it or identify with it. Right, right, I agree. And so the wrap-up of, you know, this exciting journey, you know, is, again, the amount of time it takes to, number one, decide you need to go on one um, journey or what is the the excitement of how you get together with something. And Mm -hmm. that's what I wanted to also... um, Suggest that um, Susan has some ideas here to uh, help people um, help yourself as a listener um, be able to uh, get started. And so, could you go through a few of those thoughts? Um, you were talking okay. about a uh, an opportunity for people to get a, a hold of you on a free uh, meditation, possibly. So maybe share yes, I some a of gift the. have for
2: your listeners. Um, But before I address that, I just wanted to share with everybody, um, for me, in my lifelong journey, I found that I work better if I've got somebody with me, you know, so I've had um, support groups that I've developed on and off over the years. One of them lasted 10 years, where we met monthly, um, to do this kind of work. Do, be co- mindful. Do contemplation. Discuss what was going on in our life. Support each other in healing or letting go or in the laughter of all the funny stuff, you know. And um, because that's always been a key component for me in order to stay on track with my inner learning, um, I've developed what I'm calling journey circles and they're the book study of the book with me. And I'm doing some in-person here in ventura california but i'm also in the summer in june i'm going to do non-local uh six week book study over zoom so anybody that's listening if you don't live local to where i am you could uh go to my website susanburrell.com and sign up to be part of the six week journey circle that's going to be happening this summer on zoom Oh, so, uh, and that way, that way there's accountability, you know, so you're not doing the, the 30-day empowerment work over six months, but there's also going to be support, you know, um, with people listening open-heartedly and, and loving each other, uh, through the journey, which is vital to me. So, um, but the gift I wanted to give your listeners is um, a free guided meditation, and I call it out-of-the-box thinking, Um, and it's a meditation I developed for a client who was having a hard time expanding her business, and she couldn't see any options or possibilities, so the meditation begins with um, the individual being in a box (laughs) and facing their wall of resistance and then turning to face their wall of fear, and it's done Again, it's a gentle process, it's not a hard process, but listening to somebody guide you through facing that thing is important. And this, this particular client, after we did it, within 24 hours, her entire business turned around. And wow. she, when, she, when we started the call, she was convinced that she was going to have to um, fire her partner, business partner. But in 24 hours, because she opened her mind to possibilities, that they they realigned and they came back together, and her business is stronger than ever before. Wow! So, um, I have a the U R L if people want it right now. You go. It's Susan Burrell B U R R E L L dot com backslash free dash gift dash meditation. And um, this page will go live tomorrow morning. So wait a few, wait just a few hours and then type that in and it should pop up and um, we'll send you the guided meditation um, to support you in living your empowered
1: life. That's so generous and thank you very much. With that, and also thank you for taking your time, your valuable time today, to share with us your 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 journey and and uh, excitement and getting people started on this this process because this is fascinating too. Um, oh,
2: thank you, Julie. It's been an honor, and and you've been a gift to me today. I I, I deeply appreciate what you're doing you're and and how you're showing up,
1: and I love yeah. the singing bowls. Yes, they, are, they have a lot of songs. I mean, each one is different. Also, the environments are different. So, as ourselves, you know, we're showing up with the bowls, and they're singing a high tune. Um, mm-hmm. I wrote a poem about the creation process. When I open my eyes, I see love flows freely through me. When I open my ears, I hear floating songs of melody. When I open my feelings, I ensure I am truly connected. When I open my voice, I share my vocal light everywhere. When I tune to my sense of smell, I'm enveloped in dancing aromas. When I open my full heart, I know I am made of a lot of parts. And with this mindful sensing, I find the creator is simply in me. And on that note, we want to also have another opportunity for a wisdom that Susan has shared, and um, a little song along the way here. Becoming receptive to all the universe has for you takes courage, flexibility, and sacrificing your attachment to who you thought you were. Only in that way can your heart and soul truly soar. Are you ready to receive? Pause with us next time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and have a fabulous weekend. And thank you in full gratitude, Susan Burrell.
0: Thank you for joining us this week on Mindful Space to Pause. Tune in every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition featuring your host, Dee Lee, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you next time.